0: Up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Are you gonna oh, of me? course, yeah. I'm we'll gonna start off strong. Bring this
1: microphone yeah, out. yeah. Bring, oh, it in, bring, bring it in. It over, bring
0: it. Over. I mean, I think there's only one song I can sing since we're in. We're at the same table. Spoiler alert.
2: We're here.
0: We're here together.
2: Please. So to me, right <laughs> as I'm putting this cup in my
0: what a fool believes, he sees. The wise man has the power. A reason away. <laughs> a
1: reason away. A raisin away.
0: What is it? It's a. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what the actual word is. I, I'm not gonna go you look say, it up. I want to yeah. look it up. I'm not gonna look yeah, it up. Yeah, you don't want to ruin it. It could be. I don't want to ruin it. It's a raisin away. I think. <laughs>
2: a reason away i always think of rizzo
0: it's a, a rizzo away
2: rizzo's <laughs> <laughs> on the, i i would see i
0: could see michael mcdonald being on on a wu-tang song just uh as like a i know, could see
2: like, rizzo directing a movie starring michael mcdonald yeah. as a crime fighter yeah i we i would hope that that you know do don't, i need to move in no you're good oh. why because i thought you were like looking at me i don't want no, you i'm just making sure that i yeah
0: i want to make sure i sound good so no, <laughs> yeah. i don't want
2: you to sound better than me
0: well, <laughs> welcome to i only like their old stuff episode 156 i think is it 156 mm-hmm. last week was 155 mm-hmm. Episode 156 um this is the podcast where we answer the question what's the hype for the year for the year <laughs> this is our year in podcast and special uh special circumstances we're in the same room I think this is only t- only the second time we've actually recorded TOS together. Um, David has uh, showed up at my door unannounced, <laughs> and uh, what a nice surprise! It's a Christmas
2: miracle. <laughs> Mommy, I'm on a podcast. And, we got podcasts uh, at home. <laughs>
0: yeah. We're the podcast at home. home. <laughs> so nobody asked for it, but you're getting it. We're we're here together, and we're doing our year end review uh, of 2020. So, um, we've got some. We've not prepared properly at all nope. in true IOLTS fashion.
2: We haven't discussed much of this. Do we have any housekeeping before we? Uh, you know what? Let's see you and wrap
0: up. I know, but I kind of wanted to crown like fan of the year. Oh, I mean, I have, I have only one choice and you tell me if you have a different one. Okay. <laughs> You're going to say yourself. Huh? I'm so nervous. <laughs> uh My, my vote for fan of the year would be Ninja T. Is that
2: That's the right answer. I mean it's a hundred percent. Ninja right T answer. has
0: put in his time yes. as an Iowa 2S fan. He the ember of us restarting the podcast, he Nurtured it and fanned it and made it and and started the the group texts with David and I that kept us realizing, okay, well we have to keep doing the show just for Ninja T because we can't delicate,
2: let him down, so. it down. It started with a delicate whisper yeah. of his voice to the ember, and and now it's a you know it's a raging. Fire. It's a
0: whole it's a fire that's just burning down everybody's life around them. So Ninja T fan of the year in the pantheon now, so you can never get you know fan of the week again. Number one fan. Congratulations, again. So, number one fan of the
2: year, Ninja T. Um, what do you want to start with? I, I mean, I just I'm taking a moment there that really warms my heart that we picked Ninja. <laughs> yeah, I mean,
0: it's like truly like I, I I I really love those little comments we get from him all yeah. the time, and you know, I mean, he's always spot on with the with a gif or like a picture or something like that for something we're talking he about. He straight
2: up sent he sent a meme today that was it's always. So I don't know about you, but I I forget a lot about what we talk about. <laughs> yeah, you know? true. Yeah, and then we will just send a video, or he'll send a gif or, or, or a meme of some type. And a lot of people do this, but he's, he's his is chef's kiss, and yeah, he sent he's, this picture. laser focused. A uh, well, he sent he sent the picture of a deer that being interviewed by the news. <laughs> yeah.
0: It's relevant to my dad.
2: i yeah. uh, I think we got a pretty good chance this season. Average number, of, the average hunter's getting older, and millennials are just not interested anymore. We need to put that up on. Oh, you remember when we had a put it in the show notes? Remember when we had Twitter?
0: Oh yeah, well we still do have a Twitter. We, yeah, probably we just don't, still, know the, don't know the don't password.
2: Don't yeah. use it. Don't well, use um, it
0: yeah, we should just start a show on Instagram probably. <laughs> um, yeah, that was like relevant to uh, me talking about my dad's, you know, concern that millennials aren't hunting from uh, Christmas's past, one of my heartwarming Christmas memories from the last episode. Um, yeah, you know, T, it, Ninja T also showed up with that picture of those twins riding the, the scooters from the Guinness Book of World Records, I believe. That was him. Yeah, that's, that's right. Was, yeah, he's yeah, so so like right sad. on We're time with that. it. You know? Yeah. Oh my god. <laughs> oh oh my god. All right. Well. Um, um, yeah, so what, what I do think we, we start, start with? Well,
2: I, let's warm up to the... Uh, we know that the music's going to be the biggest discussion. Yeah. So let's start with movies and then go music and then hype. What do you think?
0: Okay, so you want to finish out? Well, did, did you want to talk about anything you're consuming? No. You don't? No. Okay. Do you? You mentioned that earlier that I, you well, wanted I to bring up that something. We could. But...
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay, so i didn't i've never had apple plus tv apple tv what's it called
0: apple tv i think do you have it we do just because jackie got a free sub from her phone or something yeah
2: yeah so, yeah 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 Yeah, yeah. Th- yeah they're trying to give yeah. it away to everybody yeah <clears throat> they're
0: doing like they did the disney plus where you get it for free for a year and then yeah blah, blah, blah. yeah
2: there's a TV show on there called Ted Lasso.
0: Okay, I've heard a lot of people talk about this.
2: What do they have to say about it?
0: That it's heartwarming, it's like the best thing they've seen in years, that it's like...
2: It's surprisingly good. Yeah. Jason Sudeikis is a Midwestern football coach that gets hired by a Premier League soccer team. <laughs> Hilarious. And he doesn't this. know anything about it. Yeah, he doesn't that, know anything yeah. about it. Okay. But he's, I knew that that was the premise. He's such an endearing character and like all the characters that are built around like it's there are moments of cornball cheese but they're yeah. mm, they're really yeah. tasty. Yeah. I yeah, we 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 I I I watched the whole season 1 in one day.
0: Okay. Yeah, I've heard a, a lot of people have said it was like a really nice in a year of like darkness and misery, it's like a really nice, positive, yeah. like show that's yeah, like, it's good, got, got a good feel to it. That's so, all, check that's all that that's
2: mostly all I've been consuming. Other than that, it's just been like re listening to some of the albums. Yeah, that same
0: here. List to make sure I that, listened to some of this today actually. Uh, while I was cleaning the house, um, the we've been watching The Stand, uh, the, there's a new version of The Stand by Stephen King on CBS All Access. We, it, we're two episodes in. Um the casting is absolutely fantastic in it. Yeah. Like knocks it out of the park. Like yeah. really great. Um they're doing this weird thing where they're telling stuff out of order for some reason and the whole beauty of that book is that it builds up. Yeah. And I don't know if it's cuz they're like downplaying the fact that it's about a disease and everybody's you know doesn't want to hear about that right yeah. now. So I yeah, think that yeah. maybe they re-edited it to reflect that, but we're like it's okay. Yeah. It's hard for me. It's one of my favorite things, so it's hard for me not to be like, Well, the book. <laughs> what about the book?
2: Joey's you know, got like, his hands on his hips yeah. right now. I get, <laughs> to, I see get to see. <laughs> I'm a very visual storyteller. You don't get to see any of this. <laughs> I don't get to see it. <laughs> yeah. Um Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you're not gonna catch me fucking watching that shit. So. Yeah.
0: Um, you know. Um, we used to talk about the stand a lot back in the day, I, but you, you never used knew. to talk about Stephen King all the yeah. time. And then you wouldn't ever read any of it. No. So yeah. No, I'm
2: not it's into okay. that. I'm not into it. That's fine. I did watch it. The new one? Yeah. The new version? And yeah. it too. <laughs> yeah. I it did too. It. that to yeah. myself. <laughs> yeah. What I is would... it? What is it called? It's part one and part two, I think. Oh, all so. right, whatever. I it, mean, it, I'm here for Jessica Chastain.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, she was good. She's great. Yeah. It's that it's a did shitty
2: you, movie though. Did you watch Ava on Netflix? Uh, no. I haven't either, but she's She's in that. It's like an action movie starring her. Oh, okay. Sign me up. Cool. I'm down. I just haven't had the it. time to watch it yet. Yeah. I'm trying to watch her and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, for sure. That's I mean, I understand that. What were your favorite movies of the year? Okay. Oh, before we go there. Yeah. How did you come up are these your favorite movies of the year or are these what you think are the best movies of the year?
0: Um, I haven't seen enough things to say what the best movies of the year. I'll let that be the Oscars and everything. Decide yeah. that. Mine was the movies I enjoyed the most. I think. Uh-huh. So. Okay.
2: Is there <clears throat> anything involved with longevity or rewatchability?
0: Um, I didn't necessarily take that into account, but I think that that's a fine metric to use.
2: So these are the three movies that you enjoyed the most this year.
0: That were from this year. For, yes. Yeah, there course, are 2020 movies yeah. that I enjoyed the most. And I, I mean, really the same thing with it my albums list is not me going these are the 10 best albums of the year these are the, like the 10 that i would choose for my list okay so i don't think there's any point in us trying to replicate well, i've got
2: some, some more like... things to talk about when it comes to the albums yeah sure movies i didn't put as much thought into i was like i listed out well, a bunch of movies that i really enjoyed yeah and then i was like these are the three that i enjoyed the most okay yeah, yeah that's so fine same i think that's fine yeah sure yeah. well when people are listening to this they're gonna argue yeah <laughs> Yeah, they are, and want, I need to want make sure to argue. That our methodology is clear first. I'm well, saying... actually,
1: um, yeah, I feel. <laughs>
0: wow, don't get that uh, experience in the over the over uh, Discord. Um,
2: maybe they won't know what that was. Probably, but maybe I'll put some.
0: Clave has been asking for a soundboard, so. <laughs> Uh, Okay, um, yeah, so well, in the movies, like there's several that I have not seen from last year, but I'll probably catch up with those as we get closer to Oscar and I see Mm -hmm. who gets nominated for Best Picture of the Year. That's kind of how I do it, Mm -hmm. and usually. I mean, I'm really into movies, but usually I watch the movies from this year, or the next year. Like, if I yeah. didn't go see them in the theater, if right. they weren't the big tentpole releases or whatever, mm-hmm. then I would catch up with them. And I obviously didn't go to the theater. It see is any the movies weirdest year, year so some movies. It is
2: very weird. I mean, so. half of my movies... I listed out eight movies, and I'm only going to talk about three. Well, you can say some honorable mentions um, if but you. Most, any. I mean, I didn't see any of these movies in the theater. No, and right. some of these movies were just straight to Netflix.
0: Yeah, a lot of them were. Yeah. Yeah, and it, that. In particular the way things were distributed this year has has changed the game in a lot of ways, you know? Yeah. Totally. Um Okay, well you want me to start with my number yeah, three? Yeah, kick it off. So my number three is a movie we watched the other night. It was actually filmed here in Wilmington, North Carolina. And I've had it on my list for a while to watch it. Um it's a movie called Uncle Frank from Amazon. Nope. Um he, he, I'm
2: out on I'm not out. I'm I just don't watch anything on Amazon.
0: Okay. They if they have um they're doing a lot of ads for it on anything Amazon related. Yeah. So it was popping up and I'd heard about them filming it here. Um Paul Bethany's in it and funny enough, uh speaking of it, the young version of um what's her name from it? Okay. The young version of, of Jessica Chastain's character yeah. Yeah, is yeah. the female lead in this. Okay. I forget what her name is. I should have looked it up. But okay. uh, she's been in Sharp Objects and a couple of other really good things. Um She's a really good actress. But um it's a, it's a movie. It's written by Alan Ball. Have you ever heard of that? He's a playwright and a um, writer. Nope. Uh, written and directed by him. He did, and don't hold this against it, but he wrote American Beauty. Um
2: Okay. No, I'm... Which... I'm not out on
0: that. I just don't think that movie has like aged well. No, it doesn't um,
2: hold up. But in its time, it was like you know what I'm saying.
0: Really, I think the writing is is good in it. If I think that the maybe directorial choices were not as good. But anyway, we're not talking about that movie. We're talking about this one, Uncle Frank. Um, it's uh the story. It's set in the '70s, and it's the story of this gay man's relationship with his family. Okay, it's like southern. They're from South Carolina super not accepting of his lifestyle, et cetera. And it's kind of him navigating that and being a role model for his niece who is played by the, okay. that yep. the, the, the actress I mentioned
2: earlier. So it's like, it's a heartwarming. Movie.
0: It's kind of like a coming of age thing for her, but it's also like him kind of like he's chosen to like isolate himself instead of interact with his family. But an event happens that makes him interact with his family. Uh-huh. I'll just leave it at that. Yep. But, uh, it was just a feel good kind of movie. I mean, there's a lot of sad shit in it, too, but it's the acting is great, and Paul Bethany's just great in just about anything. Yeah. Um, and then the the person who plays his love interest is really good, too. Um, I don't know. I did, like I said, I didn't do my homework and look up those actors, but
2: what's your favorite Paul Bethany
0: performance? Um, she's smiling over there.
1: What's I, the, what I, is it?
0: I mean, he's great in The Knights Tale. Yeah, that's it. That's the I right think answer. That's, I that's think the right answer. if I had to choose one, I think there, there's more prestigious roles he's had, but I that don't know, one maybe. is. <laughs> he is entertaining in that movie. Chaucer. He is, Chaucer. <laughs> he literally plays Chaucer. <laughs> this like, drunken gambler. Yeah, he takes Chaucer it into a great of, direction. Like, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so, yeah.
2: All right. So, my number three, I don't really have, I'm going to say Uncorked. On what? <clears throat> uncorked uncorked yeah it's on netflix it's about what are you looking at i'm just making on? sure no i'm rules? not looking
0: at this <laughs> I'm like making sure it's the recording
2: it's um it's set in memphis tennessee it's like young black man that wants to be a wine sommelier oh, okay and his dad heard of has this. this like um uh barbecue restaurant that's like second generation and he wants his son to be the third generation owner of the barbecue restaurant and like Again, it's just about, it's a coming of age, finding yourself story, but it's got, I mean, a lot of people that are like into wine and stuff like that, we're talking trash about how poorly represented the sommelier world is. But like any movie like that, the people that are most specifically in that Jean, like a, you know, Vision Quest is a wrestling movie, they got all the wrestling mostly wrong, but it's still a wrestling movie, mm-hmm. so you got to get over yourself and be like, It's a movie about wrestling. This is a movie kind of about being a sommelier, kind of about being a son, kind of about you know yeah. what I mean. It's that kind of stuff, but it's like one of those movies. It was one of those Wednesday night movies that I watched where I was like on Netflix, I didn't really have much It's else a Netflix yet. original, it's a Netflix original, okay. it's great, so it's like it doesn't the matter. Soundtrack is awesome! Oh, cool, it's like it's a lot of like memphis Mm -hmm. and memphis soul stuff and and rap stuff and everything yeah
0: um (laughs) yeah so in a movie like that it really doesn't matter how accurate they are because i assume that the uh the point of the movie is the the juxtaposition of the fine wine you know snooty wine world with this sort of uh barbecue restaurant like Restaurant for the people kind and of I'm thing. I'm going and against like,
2: my father's wishes, right? And he doesn't understand what I want to do, and yeah, totally. Right. I mean, so that and been, so in that been.
0: case, no one cares what you think about varietals of exactly. Pinot Noir or whatever. Exactly. Don't write in wine nerds. I don't care. <laughs> um, <laughs> who's gonna do that? Yeah, he's yeah, the wine nerd. That, Jake will probably It's probably Jake.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jake is <laughs> drinking the ripple. Oh no. he
0: I'm sure that there's got to be a Kid Rock wine. Like certainly <laughs> there's a Kid Rock wine. It's a fortified wine, but um Okay, so that's your number three.
2: Uh yeah, that's my number All two. All right. So
0: my number two is a movie that you recommended to me, actually. Um it was a shutter original. It's called Host. Oh yeah. It's that little horror movie. It's only like an hour and t- ten minutes long or something. Yeah. It, may, it might be under an hour. Jackie, is that host movie under an hour? Jackie's listening in the background. She doesn't want you to know that, but she's she's spectating. I was trying to get her she's over the the I was
2: Trying to get her to sign up to come <laughs> be on my um, team.
0: So this movie host talk about like how movies have changed for this year. This movie host was filmed this year, edited this year, put out this year, and it is about uh, Zoom calls. It's a horror movie based around a Zoom call where uh, these these characters have a seance and over Zoom and scary stuff happens and the interesting, what? 57. Fifty-seven minutes long, so not very long. Um, <clears throat> Yay, Jackie's here. What's up, Jackie? Um, yeah. <laughs> but the interesting thing about it is, uh, it, it they when they made the movie, they taught all the cast members had to do their own special effects because no one was like coming to their house. They oh. all filmed from their particular yeah. houses. So the director taught them how to do these practical special effects and they're actually really good and scary and oh, like, it cool. a, it's a good little horror movie. So that that's was, cool. I wanted to give it credit cause it's, like, yeah,
2: well I figured, I figured it would be on your list. Yeah. It's, yeah. Cause you, you well, know, it means beginning. a lot to you that yeah. you've recommended it to me. Well, you. I assume that's it. Go on.
3: So, um, hello, this I'm Jackie. Jackie. <laughs> um, I only have to chime in cause I love horror movies. So did we watch this in October?
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it was, was, or it might have been, it might have been September. September.
3: Anyway, I watch every horror movie I come across, whether it's good or bad or whatever. And so I was like, I'm not going to be too scared by this. The premise seems kind of, eh. Yeah. Yep. Um, it was the most terrifying horror movie I've seen in years. So <laughs> yeah. It's... I was on the couch with my blanket up to my face. I screamed at one point, which yeah. I haven't screamed at anything since *The Conjuring* in theaters, and yeah. I just thought it was fantastic. So. Yeah, there's some we jump were like
0: there's some jump scares. I'm not really scared by much in movies, um, but when I am, I'm real creeped out by it. And there were some jump scares that stayed with me for a little while. I was so... like, oh. Like, really yeah. scary stuff. So. And it took, um,
3: like, um it took found footage type deal to a different level. Yeah, it was, like it it was a it's, twist on found footage, yeah, but, which is cool. Which so. I'm real played out by now. Like, I feel like found footage is real out. Yeah, so it was good to see a different was nice, like, take, on it. take on it. a refreshing
2: take on it. Anyway. Sweet. Um, <clears throat> I'm going to say my number two is The Half of It, which I think is from Netflix.
0: Yeah, I, yeah, I'm I, familiar I, with I that. I think it's on
2: Netflix. So so it's about, I mean, it's a love story. It's like a high school teenage love story where, what?
0: What I was just making sure. It's it good. You're
1: good.
0: <laughs> I thought you were like, give like the, the, like, look at like. Uh, yeah, you good. come back yeah. over. Yeah. yeah, you come you at whenever you want. You come right back over here.
2: Yeah. We're gonna. You, stand, you were, we're gonna... much more
0: eloquent than I was. In
2: the... Um, the half of it is a buddy of mine texted and he was like, hey, if you want just like another throwaway movie. Like these are all these, all three of these movies that I have have all been weeknight watches where I didn't know much about the movie. I just turned it on and I wound up watching the whole thing yeah. all at once. And the half of it is this remote town where there's a young girl that's uh kind of a social outcast and she's really smart and really motivated she's gonna wind up going to some good college and there's a young boy who is (laughs) kind of you know he's a dumb boy you know he's not like he's he's just an idiot you know because he's a teenage boy and he has a crush on this girl and he gets this smart girl to start writing love notes to his crush who is also the crush. Of the smart girl, so oh, they both are, okay. and, you know, and so it's a, uh, it's just a really well done, sweet, heartwarming story, and I, you know, I don't even remember all the details about it right now. I just remember watching it and thinking, oh man, this is just enjoyable. You know, yeah. it's just a, what I'm really enjoying about movies these days is non-franchise, non ip kind of like just one story that's told in 90 minutes or, or yeah. 100 minutes you i mean know? That's, so that's the beauty of
0: like modern filmmaking is that these stories can be told and particularly with i mean these are two, your two choices are two movies that were financed by netflix they yeah, probably exactly. paid nothing for them and they would have never been made if it weren't for like the chance unless to make it was netflix like to do it. yeah right you know yeah when the the, the indie world was booming but yeah. this is like a whole new kind of low-budget indie. Mm-hmm. So that, kind of, that that one in particular, I haven't seen it, but uh, it got really good reviews, I think.
2: I th- Yeah, I'm sure it did. Um, it's well done. Well yeah. made. Okay. Cool. What's your number one?
0: My number one is uh, another <laughs> horror movie, Color <laughs> Out of Space. Oh, my um,
2: God. get the, I'm leaving. Uh, my back is hurt. I can't stand <laughs> that. Uh, go on. We've
0: talked about it on this show
2: the fuck before. Fuck yeah, we talked about it.
0: You did, so you watched it and hated it. I hated you it. hated it. Yes, it, it. I, I, it sucks. <laughs> i i thought it was great it's color of space it's directed by the great richard stanley uh it's nicholas cage and it's a an hp lovecraft story like a famous hp lovecraft story i just thought it was like a good jackie didn't like it either she's she well, she's go got taste here, she's about to come back over here uh, tell us yeah come yeah, sit come on my us, side like, why, this did she, time. why <laughs> didn't you like it why
2: didn't you like color out of space
0: i just thought it was too
3: weird
0: you thought it was too... I liked that it was weird.
3: No, you really... You did... You, like, dig that kind of thing.
0: I just thought it was, like, the the use of color in it in particular, like, the it purples was, and stuff was really cool. It was and beautifully shot, but yeah.
3: the storyline was just... Yeah. Yeah. I think they tried to do too many different things, like, too many tropes. Yeah. Like, paranormal alien, but scary well, and fairy creatures, and yeah. possession, and... I don't know. It was just too much. And I... I get super grossed out by like body horror. Yeah, it's definitely a body horror movie. I couldn't. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: (laughs) And you watched it as like a backyard movie with friends that you just like. You thought the friends were gonna be like.
2: I didn't choose that uh, movie. Yeah. That you know, wasn't my yeah. choice, and, and I, I was told that it's supposedly a genre-bending, groundbreaking movie, and that it has great reviews all around, and yeah. we watched it, and halfway through it, my neighbors were like, "Are we? what the fuck are we watching? <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> I agree. Yeah.
0: I, I don't think it's a movie to watch with a mixed company. Yeah, I don't, yeah, think, I don't think, think it's a movie to, to watch. Uh, <laughs> that's well, that's <laughs> my number one. So. Uh,
2: so my number one is I'm Palm Springs. <laughs> what? Palm Springs. Did you watch it, it? It almost made my list. Oh, yeah. It's probably my number four. It's an yeah. honorable It was mention.
0: on my list until Uncle Frank popped up.
2: Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah, and there's there's not much you can say about that movie. You should not know anything any, about yeah. it. Don't
0: Google it or anything. It's on Hulu. Go watch yeah. it. Um, It's got Andy Samberg in it.
2: The performances are good. Yeah. And watching it is a fun experience. It's a
0: clever little movie and yep. it's uh, another one that was made on a shoestring budget and made this year and just a uh, cool cool little movie worth watching so it would definitely be in my top 5. It could it could easily be any one of my top spaces cuz I really yeah. enjoyed it almost as much as any of these three.
2: Well, I'm so, glad that you yeah. included The Color Out of Space instead. Yeah, the, yeah. One, the movie you it's hated good, the most. Good use to, of to, yeah, 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 to, top to 3.
0: Take the the thunder away from. <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. All right. You want to move into music?
0: Um, yeah, you ready to do you this? Have, this? You is... have
2: just 10.
0: I have just 10, but you are welcome to. You've listened to a lot more music this year than I have. so
2: I have. Well, okay. So here's what I was thinking when I was going into making this list. Because there are five albums, quote unquote, that I did not include because there were no original songs on them. So three of them are live Recordings okay. that were released this year, and then two of them are reimaginations of previously recorded songs. And so, at least for honorable mentions' sake, I'm going to name these. And it may be—I don't think that any of them are going to be on your list.
0: I didn't have the same criteria for my list, so there's so maybe I, that I, think,
2: I think. Oh, I think one of them yep. is. Yeah. And but the thing is, here's the thing. <laughs> These five albums, if I included them on the list, they would have crowded out the rest of the top 10. What? Well, don't five you
0: think you should include them then? Like,
2: Well, I wanted to be able to include some other things. Okay, that's fine. Well, we're going to
0: talk about them probably well, at least probably one. I doubt them, you though. have yeah. the
2: His Golden Messenger releases. No, I didn't. Right, so, so MC Taylor released two live recordings from His Golden Messenger. One was a standalone show that they did at the Cat's Cradle, and the other one is a collection of songs that they did over the course of a tour, right? Mm-hmm. And both of them went to fund the Durham City Schools Project. There were charity releases during this time of the pandemic where nobody's making any money. Um, so that was that was two of them. And honestly, I've probably... I've listened to them as much as I've listened to my top five albums. Well, what were the name of those albums then? The first one is called Forward Children, and the second one is... Damn, I don't even know what the name. I mean, they're just okay. I mean, the, shit, let me look it up. I don't think about the name of them anymore. Well, I just want ago. people to be able to look them up. If they yeah, hear. Oh, it's called um, School Days. So the first one's okay. called You Know Forward Children, a fundraiser for Durham City Schools Project, and the second one's called School Days, a fundraiser for Durham City Schools Project.
0: And this is all previously songs that were previously yeah
2: there's no original music on there um and then the second collection of two i don't think you're gonna have on there and i'm gonna wait on the fifth album okay um the two that i that i did not include that i've listened to as much as any of the other top 10 for sure are sturgill simpson's cut and grass volume one Mm -hmm. and two so he's redone his first three albums and re-recorded them as bluegrass songs and I was just it doesn't get much better than that.
0: Yeah, I figured that was going to be on your list. That was like
2: well, yeah, it was I know be so and really I just tight. I just thought to myself, I've really struggled with it.
0: I thought I I thought about that, but then I was like, you know what? If if it was an album that was released this year, I'm put and I want to put it on the list. I'm going to put it on the list. That's so. fine
2: because I'm really glad that the fifth one that I'm not mentioning yet, is I'm expecting it to be list. on your yeah, list and sure. it is yeah. awesome. Yeah, it is. It is awesome. awesome. Yeah. So, what what maybe I'll go first since you went first in the movies. Yeah, that's
0: fine. Go for it. You're number Uh, 10.
2: My number 10 is Krungbin, Mordecai. Okay. Krungbin's the trio out of Houston. The guitarist is, you know, just this virtuous. So it's a lot of like, um, just relaxed. Most people would probably consider it background music, but Mm -hmm. this album more than their previous two albums is more foreground. There's two songs with lyrics on it. Um, it's uh it's got i don't know it's spacey it's ethereal it's a little bit dub infused you know or Mm at least inspired um and there's some good funk on there so it's just a three-piece band guitar bass and drums and um not really sparse really sparse sound but i i enjoyed it probably more than the previous two releases and i found myself going to it before i went to the other two albums this year
0: okay so say the name of it again
2: the band is Krungbin, pronounced Krungbin, but it's spelled K-H-R-U-A-N-G-B-I-N, Krungbin. Okay. But um, the album is called Mordecai.
0: Okay. I remember you talking about this on a previous episode. So yeah. I'm, I'm pretty much all of these probably have been mentioned on a previous episode. Yeah, I think episode, we
2: Yeah. So, yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, yeah, let's just do that. We'll say the album, and then at the end of our little spiel, sure. we'll say the album again so that yep. people can, can look them up. So my number 10... um, I wasn't. Uh, this is an album that I said last time I appreciate more than I liked, but I felt like I wanted to give it credit on this list. Yep, it's uh, "Fetch the Bolt Cutters" by Fiona Apple. Yep. Um, some of the songs I thought were fantastic. Some of them just weren't for me. Like I, I think that the whole album is not aimed at me, which is great because I think it's aimed at some people that need better representation, and it's it has a lot to do with uh, women's issues and things like that. And I think that it's, it's just her at you know strong again. And like, she, cause Fiona Apple just kind of disappeared for a while. And to see her come back like ferociously like this is um, a good thing. Cause I think that she's a great artist and
2: a voice that needs to be heard. Yeah. I, um, I mean, I, when I listened to it, I knew like you, I appreciated yeah. it more mm-hmm. than I liked it. And I was like, she is like in her own aesthetic here. She's yep. not compromising. Mm. She's doing what she does. And
0: some of the lyrics sound like she, was maybe shelved by her label or had some problems. I didn't looked up what her backstory is, but it sounds like she had some stuff that wasn't released and, you know, she was caught up in some record deals that were not good or something. Um, if that's just the vibe I got through some of the lyrics, um, there's this sort of like, uh, one of the themes is kind of like overcoming oppression in different ways, I Mm -hmm. think, in some of the songs. And, um, I don't know. It's just, it's just a well-done album. A lot of lists had it, and isn't their number one? Yeah, um, it was you know, one of the perennial
2: is, favorites of the year. Yeah. Uh, yeah,
0: and that's not why it's on my list. I did enjoy it, but I didn't. Yeah, you know, I didn't. I'm not saying I loved it. There's yeah, sure. the reasons it's not any higher than ten on my list, but yeah. I, I wanted to give it credit. So that's cool. Yeah,
2: my number nine was. Uh, and remember, if you have it, we'll just wait until we. Yeah, get sure. It. Yeah, my number nine was Run the Jewels RTJ four.
0: That one is on my list at higher than number okay. nine. So. so let's
2: move on to your number nine.
0: Uh, My number nine is uh, Jesse Ware's album, What's Your Pleasure? I've
2: never even heard of this.
0: Okay, so Jesse Ware is a singer. She tends to do – her stuff tends towards the electronic side. Uh It's almost like she gets remixed a lot. People will do a lot of remixes or like she'll appear on things. I would say it's more like the – I have a lot of great Deep House remixes of her old songs that I've played live DJing because I love Deep House music. And it's yeah. real melodic and it's real uh, – she's just got a great voice. Um, she's like a – imagine like a pop singer but that leans real heavy into the electronic side of things. Okay. You know? Um, and this album is very disco infused and very upbeat and happy in a way that like a lot of my 2020 albums are not. Yeah. Cause I think a lot of my albums I chose because they kind of like reflect the year, uh-huh. but this album is like uh, just happy and upbeat and it's a, you know, it's, it's got disco songs on it and like pretty heavy house music on it and stuff like that. So um, I just, You know, I want to spend more time with it. I need to go back to it. I've only listened to it once, but I really enjoyed it. And I love her voice. And I think she's just a great talent that doesn't get a lot of credit, I guess. Yeah. But she's been around for a while. Like, you know, she's got several albums.
2: I mean, Um, that sounds like something I want to listen to.
0: Yeah, it's good. I think you need to be, you might want to listen to it when you're driving or something. You know, like sometime when you want like a driving beat. You know going yeah. on like it's 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 like a club, it's a club record for a year where we did not go clubbing or whatever. Yeah. Not that you and yeah, I yeah. were going clubbing, but wow. like anybody yeah. was, like, well, we I, mean, I didn't know, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what you lighted. Like <laughs> um, yeah, so that's my number nine. Jesse wears what's your pleasure? Cool,
2: we're gonna have to put these up because I'm gonna want to go back and look at yours. Well, I think we'll
0: make that. uh play uh, Spotify list, make a Spotify list, maybe, yeah, so, yeah,
2: cool. Um, my number eight is. A risky move, okay? I have all the way to 18, right? So my 11 to 18, I this album just came out last week. Oh. And I'm taking a gamble saying that I'm going to... So for, for me, a lot of it is how much I enjoy it, mm-hmm. but a lot of it has been like, have I come back to it? Mm-hmm. And yeah. I think I'm going to be coming back to this album for a couple years in the future. I could be wrong. So we'll check back in uh, January of 2021, no, January of 2022, and see whether right, or not yeah. I've um, been right about this. But it's Playboy Cardi's whole lot of red. So it just okay. came out. Playboy Cardi. You were
0: talking about Playboy Cardi a couple of episodes ago, yeah. and I was like, yeah. "Oh, does th- new album out?" And like, no, no. So this is yeah. this is the new an album. Album
2: honestly. in yeah. 2017, an album in 20- 20. Or maybe a 16 and 18. Magnolia was the big time. hit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah This is, is uh, cool. so you might yeah, actually, so he like talks a lot about being into punk rock. Like he likes mm-hmm. punk rock. And the first half of this album is like his version of punk rock. Oh, really? It's okay. really good. Yeah. And he's got three tracks. He's got a track with Kanye. He's got a track with um, Kid Cudi, which is probably the best so far. Yeah. I like the one that stands out the most for me so far. And then he's got a track with Future. Those are the only three features on the whole album, and it's like 25 songs. Oh, wow. So it's it's like a double album. Yeah, I mean What's it's the name really of the album. Songs. It's called Whole Lot of Red. Okay. Um, I don't want to speak too much more about it because we're gonna we've got so much more music to talk about, and and maybe it won't be an album that I continue to listen to, but I've listened to it at least once a day for the past week. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'll have to check that out. It's It's a fun. I don't album.
0: know much about Playboy Cardi's music other than that Magnolia song, but I played right. the hell out of that song when I was DJing. So. Well,
2: there's a, you. I'll tell you this: you're either gonna listen to it, and you're gonna be like, "Oh my god." Yeah, I can see where he's talking about punk and like yeah. I really dig what he's doing here. Or you're going to be like, no, nah, fuck yeah, this. Yeah, that's not yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. we'll
0: see how it goes. What's your eight? So my number eight, and and remember to stop me if yep. it's any of these. I don't think this one will be on your list, but uh, my number eight is Taylor Swift's Folklore. We talked about it last week on the show. Um, I've listened to it again since then, and I really think it's a great set of songs. And uh, somebody said that this is Taylor Swift not having to support a massive tour so she was able to do exactly what she wanted instead of part of what she wanted and then have to have some bangers on there because yeah. nothing is a banger on there not right. one song is like something you're gonna appear crushed on the radio yeah but um i think she worked with one of the guys from the national i believe it. um on that and also uh bon is it Bonnie Bonne, Bonne, uh, Bonne. justin
2: vernon we'll just call him justin, justin vernon. vernon yeah
0: um i always sound like an asshole when uh, yeah, yeah. i say I- it's it's like saying
2: croissant
0: um yeah, so uh, I think it's just a good set of songs, and it, it showcases her songwriting very well. I do think she's trying to channel Lana Del Rey um, mm-hmm. to mixed results on the album, but mm-hmm. I think that the good stuff is really good, and I like a lot of the lyrics um, I do think are like pretty clever.
2: So. I, I would say, so it's not on my list, but as soon as you said it, I was like, oh, it probably should have been. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. I've listened to it enough. Like I don't think it'd be in my top ten, but I think it's on the list of albums that need to be I think, need to be uh, noted. If
0: we're not talking about our personal list, it's an album that was important to the year, I think. And the way that she she just released it, like Beyonce style, like within twenty four hours of saying it was coming out. Yeah. And um, yeah,
2: I mean, I will tell you what, that's the centerpiece. Of the playlist that I have, it's all features Justin Vernon. Yeah, like that yeah. song it's, is that great. Yeah, it's so good.
0: Um, and there's a song on the other, the companion mm-hmm. album by him too. Um, yeah, with but him. I haven't spent yeah. as much time with
2: that one. No, I haven't either.
0: I didn't yeah. like his ones. Who, who is it? Is it Matt? That's the, the, the Taylor Matt, Swift stand. Matt
2: and Sydney both are Taylor Swift Taylor stands. Swift stands yeah. yeah. Okay. Well, shout but out Matt. But so. Matt, I think is it's his. He's Matt brought up
0: that he was disappointed I hadn't. He has a
2: t-shirt that says Taylor Swift Barbell Club, (laughs) and it's like a picture of her. Like he's a big stand for sure. Um, I think most of like most of these bottom five, if you will, of this top ten. Like I don't think there's going to be much overlap. In fact, I don't think there's going to be overlap until the final few. Um, Because my number seven is daniel donato a young man's country
1: yeah
2: and daniel donato is this like 25 year old guitar phenom he's up there with billy strings and molly tuttle and he kind of rolls with them too he's kind of in that group but he plays a bunch of standards and <clears throat> on this album he's got two covers he's got a john prine cover and he's got a grateful dead cover and the rest of the songs i think are all What's originals. Grateful dead cover? Um, fire on the mountain.
0: Okay, that is on the IOLTOS playlist. Yes, yes, it is. I've listened to that. Yeah, yeah so that's which true. is one of the few Grateful Dead songs I actually like. Yeah, so, yeah. And he does a, he has a great <laughs> yeah, time really with good. it, you
2: yeah, know. And good. that whole album is like that, where it's like, kind of like buoyant, like dancing on the note. Um, it's bouncy in a way it's bouncy and his lyrics are are jumpy and like flighty and then like verse one is over and then he just goes into this like mind bending guitar shredding solo and then right back to the structure of the song and then right back to another solo and it's just it's just a whole album of that so if you're here for that then this is definitely an album and i'm here for that and i think there's not to me there's not a lot of there's not a lot of studio records that I want to go back and listen to the solos yeah. on. I mm-hmm. want to hear solos yeah. from live stuff, but uh-huh. this this album, I keep going back to it, and it's just really fun to listen to. Um, and I won't skip any tracks on it. That's another thing. Okay. You know, I don't skip so. anything on that on that album. So that's my number seven. What is it again? So again? Daniel Donato's A Young Man's Country.
0: Okay, cool. So you're saying it might be a perfect album. Is that what you're saying? Oh, like I, a, what are you talking about? Like, you know, the concept of a oh. perfect album, we can start it start to finish there's no filler
2: every if, song is is
0: something if, that we if that hear. is
2: the definition of a perfect album then yes i think it's a perfect album I,
0: I we could probably do a better definition than that but i think it's that's what it is close to to me to so. be
2: honest with you from number 7 all the way down to number 1 i don't skip any tracks on mm. any of these albums yeah
0: i that's uh yeah we're 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 cool. mine's a little varied than that (laughs) (laughs) let's go okay my number seven is uh is baby by theopolis london
2: that was in my Um, that was that was in my list below 10 okay yeah yeah yeah
0: um great mix of like reggae dub sounds and contemporary uh production techniques uh there's some good features on it and it's just kind of like a chilled out kind of album i don't know it's like
2: the synth on that album is so good there's a lot of synth it's like
0: it's like this fusion of like 80s synth with uh reggae dub type sounds and you know heavy dose of that i think he's from trinidad or something so i
2: Um, I always thought he was from london no maybe that's because i think think he was born
0: in america but i think his like heritage is trinidadian he
2: has a song with um the guy from uh, Tame Impala on that album. Yes, Tame Impala. Tame and Paula's on
0: that twice, I think. Oh, I yeah? Think there's two tracks of Tame yeah. Impala. Um, it's good. Yeah. I, I, I just had a good time with it. Uh, yep. Lil Yachty is on it, I think, <laughs> at one point. And uh, I don't know. Like I said, it's just kind of like a... It's one of those kind of like stonery hip-hop infused albums but yeah. like it's almost got like a kid cutty vibe in a lot of ways Yeah, it's know? not so in it's your like, face yeah it's, it's fun to listen to background yep. type stuff but like it's got some nice little little uh beats in it and stuff so yeah so say it again the- theopolis london and the album is called baby i think it, i'm pronouncing that right i don't know it's b-e-b-e so yeah.
2: your guess oh. is as good as mine number yep. six for me okay is christine and the queens and the album title, she's French. It's La Vita Nuova. Okay. Uh, N-U-O-V-A. Yeah. And I, have you spent any time with Christine and the Queens mm-hmm. at all? I
0: saw this album shut up on a bunch of lists. Um,
2: yeah, I year. think, it, I mean, it's it's only seven songs. Uh-huh. Is it an EP? Is it an album? Do we care anymore? Does it matter? I don't think it matters anymore. It's listed anymore, as an so. EP on Spotify. Yeah. Um, there's a song on there, um, the first song on the on the on the whatever it is it's called people i've been sad like people comma i've been sad yeah and that was like my that was on repeat for like march and april for me i think i or or, i don't know if the time frame there is i think it was released in february so maybe it was february still it was still like cold outside and i knew that like the it was just uh, well, as you say, like albums that are reflective of the year. This mm-hmm. is this this song is probably the song of the year for me. Yeah. <laughs> but it's um, yo, know, it's killer. And she has this music video that goes with it that I think includes all the songs of the whole album. Oh, okay. That's but they're like vignettes. So it's you know? like one whole movie it's not, in a way. Yeah, but yeah. it's not like half an hour long. It's only maybe ten or twelve minutes oh, okay. long. And it is <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything more about it. Okay, I'll just check it out. Christine and the Queens, La Vida Nuova. Go on YouTube and find the companion video piece. And if you're not in on that, then you may as well not even listen to her. <laughs> okay. Yeah.
0: Then get the fuck out. <laughs> um, cool. Give me a shot. <laughs> um, my number six is one that you had on your list already. It's uh Run the Jewels 4. Okay. So you had it listed as your number 10. Was nine, it, nine? nine. Okay, yeah. you're number nine. I'm putting it in my number six. Uh, it's. I listened to it again this morning. Let me tell um, you
2: why it dropped it from me. Okay, because I haven't listened. I haven't kept listening to it. It didn't stick with you. In the it way. didn't. Yeah. I listened to it for like a month, and then I haven't gone back to it since. So tell me what I'm forgetting.
0: Well, I listened to it when it came out because i was i've i've talked about this on the podcast i'm not a run the jewels fan i'm not not a run the jewels fan i'm just like eh okay i've heard a little bit i'm not super but the people i know in my life that are run the jewels fans are like oh my god did you see what they tw- tweeted today you know like yeah. it's like no i, I didn't I, they were super into it yeah and so um and i, I love lp and and killer mike i mean mm-hmm. but I've, separately i've liked them for years in yep. different they're different circles it just happened that they got together and did run the jewels together and i was like eh, okay um it, i think it's i, I mean I liked it so much. There's several of these top 10 albums I bought on vinyl this year. Yeah. Not all of them, right. But several of them. And it's one that we put on our writing registry because we wanted to put some cheap stuff on there for people to buy. And somebody yeah. bought us the that yeah. album on vinyl. And I was like stoked when it got, we got it in the mail and I opened it today and listened to it on vinyl again today. Right.
2: I got the uh, Fetch the Bowl Cutters in the car for you. Oh, you did? No. no, no.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. So listen to it again today. I just think that, like, on that note of, and granted, I th- they would have had to have written these songs before 2020, but the f- it's spooky how on the dot some of the stuff, the lyrics and the themes are as far as like dread government interaction with people when they need things like all these sort of things are highlighted on that album in a way that's like damn did you guys see the future like
2: there was one um that you know that came out not long after the death of George Floyd uh-huh. and somebody yeah. tweeted like yeah. oh my god like killer mike went into the booth and recorded this after uh-huh. cuz it
0: sounds like a reaction to that which yeah. was a big event that happened this year that was very like
2: he replied to that and yeah. said i wrote this in february of 2019 yeah, you know, or like he's like, this is a year old,
0: and uh, yeah, that's the sad thing is that it was relevant. Right, it stays relevant yeah, because yeah, of yeah, our yeah. current situation yeah, yeah, yeah. with with race and and uh, police and uh, everything. Um, Best
2: Zach Delaroca feature. Oh my god, like
0: that. <laughs> that. To be honest if that song wasn't on it it might have been lower on my list but that mm-hmm. song is just so great and I listened to it and I was like oh they're just going to let Zach screech every once in a while and then he has that that verse. he does his verse yeah. and it's like damn he's still got it and yeah. like I don't know the story of how they got him to come record with them I don't know if he hung out with them or if he was just around or what but it's just an interesting mix um because they're doing things that Rage was doing in their heyday with yeah, social activism and trying to like talk about issues in a way that's very forefront. And, um, yeah, that, that, uh, that song is great. Um, wee Wee's is great on the album. Um, yeah. and, uh, today we, Jackie hadn't heard it, but I played it and she was like, are they singing about pinky in the brain? <laughs> that's cause the last song is <laughs> yeah, about they're, yeah. they're talking about themselves as being pinky in the brain.
2: I've, you've inspired me to go back and re-listen My
0: only knock to it is I feel like And I don't know how this is compared to their other albums But it seems like their production is the same on every single track Yeah It's like boom 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 Like a window rattling bass And then a trumpet blare Every so often
2: yeah.
0: Like uh, it's not that varied I think LP does most of their production But I'm yeah, not sure
2: I, I, it made me, cause I think another reason why it fell on my list Is because I think their second and third albums are better,
0: right? And I have not compared it to that, but because I don't, I, I wouldn't know one song off of either either of those albums.
2: Those, I mean, if you, if you like this, you'll yeah. love that. Yeah, um, I'll go back and listen to it. I think it, you should.
0: It's produced in a way that's there at the forefront. It's not mm-hmm. the production; it's them. They want to you to hear the lyrics, and they yep. want you to listen to what they're saying. So I respect yeah, it's well that. Put. So, it's, yeah. uh, it's
2: well put. That's the I think, and that you yeah, yeah, to be honest with you. That, probably one of the reasons why it fell off my list a little bit. Because you're
0: less into lyrics. Yeah, I like am less into lyrics.
2: Yeah. I don't care when I hear the music.
0: Yeah. Interesting. So, Run the Jewels 4 is my number 6.
2: Uh, my number 5 is Salt Untitled Parenthetical Black Is. Is this on your list?
0: Mm-mm. Salt is the group?
2: Salt is the group. All caps S-A-U-L-T. Okay. So they have... Now they have four for sure albums out. I think maybe they have five. One of them's called... One of them is the number five. One okay. of them is the number seven. And then there's this untitled album, Parenthetical Black Is. And then there's another album that came out even after that. So they've released two albums this year. They've not done any media, no interviews. There's no social media. They have not performed live. Wow. And on this Does album, anybody know who they are? <laughs> I, I think that it's- I don't know if anyone knows who they are. Um, uh, they have- Other artists featured on this album, Black Is. Um, and I'm I'm trying to look it up right now because there's a lot of people on this album, but um it's like okay, so so Salt is listed, like their Wikipedia page. You can they've got four different artists on there. But they had um they had Michael Kiwanuka on it. I think Erica Badu was on it. Like there's a lot of different people on this Mm -hmm. and it and it is a very kind of like I don't know how to describe the sound. The sound is one where, like, if you listen to, like, two or three songs, you're going to be in. Mm
3: -hmm. It's
2: very, like, um, live instrumentation, heavy bass, drum, snare, hi-hat. But some of the sounds are made electronically as well. There's a good blend of that. And then it doesn't sound like hip-hop. It doesn't sound like jazz. It just sounds like music to me, Hmm. right? And this album is very tied into you know the black lives matter movement at least impressionistically Mm -hmm. so there's a lot of i mean it's mostly most of the lyrical content is you know essentially like talking about those themes Mm -hmm. in a very impressionistic way so not necessarily just poems about the lived experience of black people in america but um more like portraitures of um, large swaths of watercolor um, where you've got the theme but you're allowed to put on top of that theme your own mm-hmm. kind of understanding and interpretation of wherever you're at and it's an incredible fucking album like it's I one of the like, at all so. the only reason that it's not higher on my list I put it in the top five because it's so well done. I just the four albums that I have above it, I've listened to more frequently. Yeah. That's okay. the only reason, you know. It's. it's I have
0: like, not heard that, and you haven't. I don't think you have mentioned this one on the podcast.
2: No, I I haven't. Yeah. Um, and I think I don't even know why. I think I was really. I don't know why.
0: I have some type of stuff falls through the cracks yeah, or true. whatever. So. Yeah. yeah. Um, cool. So that's what's to say it
2: again. Uh, the album is untitled with a par- parenthetical "black is," and then the group is called Salt S A U L T. And I would say go back and listen to their. <laughs> album titled number seven because that one's really good too that'll pull you in okay yeah cool to check
0: it out uh my number five is one that i think you alluded to in your honorable mentions um it's by the fruit bats and it's their uh cover of siamese dream no from start to finish i
2: haven't gotten to listen to the whole thing
0: okay well that's another one That's one i bought on vinyl and i got it and uh and it's beautiful by the way the the artwork's awesome it's just like real simple and like cool and uh list you know Fan of the show, never number one fan, but fan of the show, Mikey, uh, has texted me a few times about it, about his opinions on, like, the this whole album is reimagining the uh, Smashing Pumpkins masterpiece, Siamese Dream, which I think is one of the greatest albums of all time. Talking Mm -hmm. about perfect albums, start Mm -hmm. to finish, Mm -hmm. great, uh, cohesive theme to it, like, just no fat like melancholy and infinite sadness by smashing pumpkins is a lot of fat in that album this one's trim and like gristly and down to the bone and uh it's one that i would like if you told me a lot of groups were covering it in full i'd be like fuck off right but i didn't know much about the fruit bats but i listened to the cover of today that they released on spotify and was like okay and then they released that cover of hummer Or the only two on streaming, I think. I think you can find the whole album on YouTube if you want to listen to the whole thing. I didn't because I wanted to. I was like, well, I'm going to get it on vinyl. I want to hear it on the record. And um, yeah, it's really cool. It's some of the choices they've made. Some of those covers are pretty close to the originals. And then some of them are um, like Geek USA. I think they... I think you say they strip out all the guitars and it's just acapella the whole time. And it's just the lyrics, which that album, that song is like really like got a brooding guitar in it all the yeah. way through, um, in the original version. And it's just like pretty cool reimaginings of these songs in a way. And I guess the guy from the fruit bats is from Chicago. I don't know. I think he's from Chicago, and that's where the Smash of are from. So I assume that their rise to fame was like an important thing to him because he's a little bit younger than them. Yeah. So uh, I would just, there's a reason he covered this album. Yeah. Uh, It had to have been because he was into it. Loves it or something. Yeah, exactly.
2: Um, I remember getting the email because I follow this guy, Eric Johnson is his name. I follow him on Bandcamp. Okay. As fruit bats, And so when it was coming out, he had this like message yeah. about it where he was talking about like this is what I listen this was my holy grail. Okay, so up, he did you know? say that this was yeah. the album he listened to all the yeah.
0: time. Yeah, it's really cool. Uh there's even like on Rocket, the which is one of my favorite songs on the original album, uh there's he's got like a it sounds like an Aria Speedwagon song almost. Like oh, yeah? it's got this like kinda like high falsetto singing on top of it in a way that's like just cool it's just a cool it's cool to see what he did with some of the songs um not everyone every one of them lands perfectly but like i appreciate what he what he did with it and
2: he might wind up being artist of the year for me really yeah okay we're gonna gonna wind up okay because he has the fruit bats have another album that came out this year not just that okay we'll come back
0: um yeah also on silver fuck which is like this song that goes through a lot of emotions, he just stuck with like the brooding part of it. That was like the like super like heady, depressing part of it. And like, it just so nails the song in a way that's like, wow, this could totally different. Cause I'm not just listening to the guitar. solo melting my face off. I'm right. actually listening to the lyrics. Yeah. I, there, I learned more. I've listened to Sami's dream a million times in my life. And there were lyrics that I did not catch until I listened to this version of this album, because that's he was like really like, it's cool. Like it, it I, it's high praise for me for it. That's
2: so. the same thing that happened to me with the Sturgill Simpson bluegrass. Yeah, like I, you
0: notice little things. Well, I it, mean, I it.
2: barely even know any yeah. of the lyrics to begin with. Right. But now I know them all because of the mm. bluegrass songs.
0: Yeah. yeah. So that's my number five is Fruit Bat's Reimagining of Siamese Dream. Check it out if you can. Sweet. Yep.
2: My number four is Kevin Morby's Sundowner. Okay. I don't think that's on your list. Yeah, so. I did listen to it. What'd you think? I liked it. I
0: think I need to try it a couple more times. Uh I didn't love it. I was like,
2: so the thing, so for me, Kevin Morby is this artist that the people that love him really, really love him Mm -hmm. and he can kind of do no wrong to them. Yeah. And I never, I never felt like I got it. I never felt like I understood why people liked him so much. Right. And then at the beginning of the, you know pandemic when everybody generally everybody was in kind of like shelter in place stay at home Him yeah. and his girlfriend katie Cutchfield of waxahatchee the two of them were doing these you know i've talked about it agnosium mm-hmm. on the podcast they were these live instagram you know sets sets yeah. and they would cover everybody else's songs and people in the chat would like make suggestions and they would do those covers and i felt like i you know i really got to understand who he was as an artist a whole lot more by doing that and so i was like fuck it i'm gonna go listen to this shit again like because obviously this dude's really cool and he's like really like warm-hearted and like i thought he was a little bit of a try-hard To be honest with you, and turns out he's not. And his music background is kind of nuts in the sense that he like moved to New York after high school. I I don't even think he graduated high school. He just went to New York and started doing the DIY music scene. Hmm. And he's really come a long way musically. Mm -hmm. And I think that this album Sundowner is really good. It's it's awesome. I I don't know if it's better than his previous album, which is called Oh My God, which is. Um, credit to Mikey number two fan because Mikey has always been on the Kevin Morby mm-hmm. tip and, and most people really like city music, which is two albums ago and didn't like, Oh my God that much. But I got into, Oh my God, after city music and Mikey was like, you're not going to be one of those people that doesn't like, Oh my God, are you? He's like, that's a masterpiece, <laughs> you know? And I think this Sundowner album is really close to being just as good Maybe it's better. I think it depends on who you talk to, but it's um, it's a it's a portrait. Like it's a real portrait of a vibe, and you know, if you let it play two three times in a row as you're like driving somewhere, like it'll take, yeah. It'll I'm take I'm gonna
0: try time. it some more. I do like his cover of that song's a song which escapes me it's well, they've the done farewell transmission
2: farewell transmission and then they did uh the dark don't hide it oh,
0: okay yeah, yeah i haven't heard that other one but i heard and i, I got into songs of higher this year because you recommended me um, to, via that
1: yeah
2: uh
0: via that cover um i got into songs of higher this year which is like if i had to pick overall just albums i've discovered this year it would yeah. be on my top 10 would be yeah. that songs of higher album um, best
2: kept secret of that genre
0: just so so great and, yeah yeah um but, yeah, I thought that was cool. So, yeah, yeah I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give it another chance. So what's the name of that album again?
2: The artist is Kevin Morby, and the album is called Sundowner. Okay, cool. Um,
0: My number four is one that we talked about on the podcast. It's uh, – so the guy from the band, the indie band, Symbols Eat Guitars, mm-hmm. uh, started a, a project on his own or with his wife, I think, and it's called Empty Country. Uh-huh. And um, one of the songs is on the IOLTOS playlist. Um, but Marion, I think is the name of that song. Uh, but I went back and listened to that whole album. It's this album is called empty country. It's, um, Mm self-titled, uh, but he released it this year and it is just a great, I'm super into like shoegaze indie rock and is this great shoegazy indie rock thing. That's like, if you're not in the right mood, it'll make you fall asleep. But, uh, I just love it. How it like, it just kind of like, buzzes and drones along in this way that is like beautiful to me and like I've, i went back and let's do it again in the car when i was driving around doing errands one day and i was like man this is fantastic and some of the lyrics are just great and so
2: i'm i'm in this place right now where i'm so excited to listen to your list okay because cool, most cool. of our list doesn't really overlap right you know and, I mean? and
0: this album was one you listened to and you were like eh you are like, it's okay. You like that one song, and then the yeah. rest of it, you're like, yeah. I, I encourage you to try to get back I'm have to it. I do have to go back to it. Say, yeah, yeah. Um, It's it's cool. It, it kind of like, oh, it's got like I would describe it as like jangly guitars and a lot of like filtery stuff. But um, it's it's just great indie rock with that that shoegaze yeah. twist on it. And I like some of. He's got a real creative way he he uses his lyrics to tell stories. So, so say it again. It's a, it's empty country by empty country. Okay. Yeah. All
2: right. Cool. Yeah. Cool. All right. I'll check that out. Yeah. Um, Cause I think I'm ready for that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. I think I tried to listen to it when I was listening to mostly stuff that was not like that.
0: I would say that when you're in the mood to listen to Radiohead, listen to this and well, give it shots so that, right a shot. i never listen to it. No. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you liked Radiohead.
2: Mm, no, I like I like In Rainbows, and yeah. I like that Tom York Eraser. Yeah, that's a great album. That's a good album. <laughs> yeah, it's really good. Yeah.
1: <laughs>
2: Best albums from 2014. Here we go. Um, yeah. So my number three, I haven't mentioned to you. Okay. Because I was listening to it every day before we started recording the podcast. Okay. So this album came out, I think, in February. Selfish. Well. <laughs> and I remember, so this happens, I know that you know this, where you put on an album and you're like doing work or something, you're doing running errands or whatever, and half the day goes by and you're like, holy crap. Yeah. I don't know where this album begins or ends because yeah. I've just been listening to it on a loop. Uh-huh. Because it's every song is it's its own it's it's fun it's engaging and it doesn't ever get routine mm-hmm. this is that album to me okay and it's called um it's called the greatest part and it's by this woman named becca mankari okay and i <laughs> last summer i was at the newport folk festival now becca Mancari, i've i've enjoyed everything she's done mm-hmm. and i've never seen her live okay and at the Newport Folk Festival, I was there with all my friends. We knew that Krungbin, speaking of my top 10, Krungbin yeah. was playing off their second album. So they mm-hmm. were touring off their second album. And they were playing a set on one side of the festival. And Becca Markkari was going to be playing a smaller set in a really tiny room on the other side of the grounds. Okay, And I wasn't going to be able to see the whole Krungbin set and get into the room for the Beckham Mancari set. And I was the only one out of all my friends that was like, I was like, fellas, I got to go. I got to go catch Beckham Mancari. And two minutes after I left... These guys texted me that Krungbin went into there. They did it all during their tour last year, where they would near the end of their set, they would go into a hip hop medley.
0: Yeah, you know I, mean? I, I remember you mentioning this right. on the podcast yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. And so so if, you, she,
2: if you Google Krungbin hip hop medley, you'll be able to see it. And she's the one you left that. She's the like, one so I you didn't left. didn't get to you experience it. that, yeah. but yeah. And 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 she comes out with this album in February, and she's this kind of artist where I've been like. I really love her when I'm listening to her, but I never think about her when uh-huh. I'm not listening to yeah. her, right? And I listened to that album every day for the month of February, yep. a little bit of March, and then I didn't listen to it again for a while. Um. And it was... There's a Tiny Desk at Home concert that the lead singer from Paramore just did. What's mm-hmm. mm-hmm. her... Do you know her name? Haley. Haley something. Yes. Is it Haley? Haley something. Haley Williams or yeah, something? Yeah, I think yeah, so. I think you're a, right. Yeah. Haley Williams. She... Is doing these songs that are her songs that Uh are not Paramore songs. And in this room, she's got four musicians behind her. Yeah. One of them is Becca Mancari. Uh-huh. One of them is Julian, Julian Baker. Baker. Yeah, I remember you mentioning that. Yeah. And I, so I went back and I was like, wow, well, I haven't listened to that Becca Mancari album <laughs> And I went back and I did yeah. the same fucking thing where I listened to it for a whole day and forgot that it was like, I yeah. don't even know how many songs are on this album uh-huh. because it's, it's just constant. Like I put it on once and I won't listen to anything else for the rest of the day. It's an incredible fucking album. It's got a little bit of funk to it. <laughs> It's a, it is one album where I could hear the lyrics a lot. There's a lot of a yeah. lot of really good lyrics to it. Um, that's my number three. Okay, kari the greatest part.
0: All right, I'm going to check it out then. Yeah. Since since you just held it withheld it from me all year. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe you'll like it. Yeah, um, my number three is one that you excluded from your list by your criteria, but it's uh, the war on drugs in the album is live drugs. Um, i this was the year that i got into war on drugs like i have have encountered them before and been like eh, it's okay but i don't like jam bands and then i finally like gave it a shot with uh whatever their their most famous album is i started listening to that a lot and then this live album came out and i was like okay and it's like great live versions of all their good songs like freaking good it's it's it is comparable to uh stop making sense by the talking heads to me which is maybe the greatest live album of all time where it starts out real small and then builds and builds and builds and and, and that's how their music is anyway it just builds and builds and builds and builds builds to these crescendos and it's just like it's almost like the whole thing is one song really because it's just this fever dream of a like live set where it just it, and it, they go into some solos and noodling and then they but they come right back out of it and <laughs> you know it's like it just it just ebbs and flows and um
2: if if i was including this it would be i mean yeah it would be in yeah. my top five i mean it's so good it's am so happy that you put it on your list
0: yeah it's my number three just it's 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 beautiful like, the songs are beautiful and um i don't know i couldn't describe the exact sound of any of one of their songs but they have they have su- such a distinct style but i couldn't tell you like it's like
2: it's, it's i to me the way i describe it like because i i put it on for my sister at christmas yeah and she was like what the fuck is this this yeah. is awesome i said it's driving music man
0: it is driving music it's yeah. like
2: late night going you know the stars are over your head and there's not not another car on the road and you're just out there and you could be driving through space or you could be driving on the asphalt it doesn't fucking matter that's that's the vibe yeah
0: it it is it's like it's like synthesizers underwater but Mm. like it's just like you know it's like got this like yeah you feel like you're like under the sea or something. Listen to this, like, yeah, just it's almost like the waves crashing or something. I don't know. This all yeah. sounds like super heady and whatever. No, it's but it's like, who cares? Yeah, it's their fault it's like, for listening. <laughs> yeah, it's this, and the great thing about it is a live album. But <clears throat> there could be one person in the audience or a million. I don't know. It's yeah.
2: just, it's like soundboard recording. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah.
0: not about the crowd. It's and he doesn't interact with the crowd. He just nope. like they just play their their songs. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I've really. I listen to that album a lot while I've been cooking. Yeah. So at night, like when I got, we have the, 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 whatever, the Amazon thing in the kitchen with a little screen fryer? on it. I don't want to say the name of it because then it'll come on. And you, got the, it. you got the air fryer? Yeah, my air fryer plays the war on drugs. <laughs> um, but I play it on that little thing we yeah, got in the kitchen all the a, time. it's got so a, so it's got a name. It does. Yeah. And we won't evoke it because then she'll, <laughs> she'll appear. <laughs> Starts
2: with an A. So here's, the, here's the <clears> thing. thing. I know, I'm sure. That we have the next album in our top two, do you think so? I think so okay and I think you I think you've ranked it higher, so I think you should tell me what your number two is,
0: okay, so my number two album of the year uh, is by this new group called the Neverly Boys, and it's Dark Side of Everything is the name of the album. I believe that's right. Right. Dark side yeah, of everything. Yeah. 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 Um, it's uh they have a lineage from TV on the radio. It's like one of the guys from TV on the radio. We talked about it early on the reboot of the podcast. There was a point in time where I told you, I think this is album of the year. Yep. And you were like, eh, I don't know yet. Um, but it is such a great album and it's uh, it is very dark and it, it's dark in a way that's not necessarily reflective of the year because it's a very personal album. It's not about big uh, social themes. Yeah. Obviously, somebody in this group got hurt real bad. <laughs> yeah. It is a breakup album. On their birthday. That is, yeah. <laughs> well, that's just one song, but it permeates through the whole thing. It's yeah. like betrayal and loss of some kind of relationship. And um, I don't know. It, it is it is a very – like. Um, it's a dark album, but I don't think it's depressing. I think it's like sad in a lot of parts, but it's 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 got a heaviness to it. There's a weight to it. It's dark and it's
2: sad, but it's also like musically rich.
0: Oh yeah. For so sure. it's not it's
2: not like I mean a lot of like breakup albums are very, very well lyrics front, mm-hmm. music back. Yeah. And this is basically half and half, which is why I think it stood so well with me mm-hmm. too um it's not my number two which i my guess was right i think i know what your number one is okay i fucking hope i do <laughs>
0: <laughs> so you didn't have this on your list at all then
2: i i have it in the uh in the honorable mentions oh, okay yeah, yeah yeah i i this but album, i'm wondering whether or not i'm wrong see for me it's the first half album yeah i don't listen to the second half, oh, half as much i think
0: that the i think that the second half is better than the first half i need to well, I, I just like need to I, go i, and I just think that every it. like it gets to a point where I, that there's some songs where I'm like, all right, it's running out of steam a little bit. And then the mm-hmm. next one is like, oh, shit, I forgot this one was on this. And, like, uh-huh. um, it's just got a cool sound to it. And uh, it's very, like, t- it definitely has that TV on the radio feel to it, which is why I'm surprised it wasn't on your list, really, because yeah. you're a huge TV on the radio fan, and I'm not – I. I don't care either way very much about them
2: you can see the shame on my face yeah you yeah. should be ashamed, yeah, ashamed. um <laughs> it's it's
0: an album that I bought on vinyl I was like I want to have that on yeah. vinyl and so I got it and it's it's just great start to finish and you
2: like, sent me the link and I bought it
0: yeah you did buy it yeah yeah, I it yeah it's, too. that's a good one to have because I think it's just a it's cool it's funny that it like it it, Dark side of everything. I don't know if that's a direct reference to Pink Floyd or not, but it definitely has some psychedelic aspects to it. It's not like a psychedelic album, but it has these kind of trippy sequences in it and stuff in some spots. Um, but anyway, yeah, yeah, never, yeah, never Neverly Boys. Uh, you really, you've got me
2: second guessing my number ten, Krung bin. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, got to be well, at least yeah. in the number ten. I don't know.
0: All right, well, what's your number two then? My
2: number two must be your number one. Waxahachie St. Cloud is yes. fuck yes, yes. It's my number one. and it's a big fight for me.
0: I'm shocked that it's not your number one. Well, I'm a little disappointed. But. <laughs> well, I
2: between number two and number one, it merely came down to which album did I listen to more? Okay, and so let's talk about Waxahachie. Okay, and what is there to say that we haven't already said on the podcast?
0: I mean, Waxahachie, this St. Cloud album, is my number one. Um, you got me into it's Katie Crutchfield, is her yeah. name. Uh, it's I don't know, it's beautiful. It's like this, it's a country album, but not a country album. Yeah. Uh, it's a very much like folky Americana kind of thing, but not that as right. well, right? Um, it's an album about like, uh, it's interesting that it's like an album about it's relevant to the year because it's an album overall about self reflection and introspection and also like taking that little voice in your head that says you're not good enough. You're never going to be good enough and telling it to shut up and the varying degrees of success that you have with that through your life. Like that's a running theme through the whole album, especially on that. That's the, the banger song off of it is fire, which is just a perfect song. It's beautiful in the way it's written. Um, but it is very much about like, not about, it's not really her, relationships with other people, it's her relationship with herself yep. and her self-doubt and her struggles with things in her life, which I don't know her whole story. She but
2: got I think, sober before recording this mm, album. It's the,
0: Sobriety is a thing that's, that's in this album. It's like a theme of the album and mm-hmm. sobriety and, um, rediscovering yourself yeah. in a way. And I think it's like, like all those themes are relevant to this weird shitty year of quarantine and having to being forced to self to be,
3: reflect on your own life like
0: forced to be alone and not just i'm not gonna deal with this i'm just gonna go be with people like it's a perfect album for the year for that way and i just think it's like it's perfect start to finish there's no songs i skip on it Yep, um it's got some really awesome imagery um the standout songs for me are fire and lilacs and witches Mm -hmm. i think and saint cloud which is this cool like um oh and oxbow like oxbow. All that. yeah like, was so like
2: she is she is like if you go listen to her other albums the first song on every album yeah. is like you are you can they're all so strategically done they're that, so great well
0: that oxbow song it's almost like it's like uh it's a little ethereal and it kind of like it's like okay we're going into a dream sequence now mm-hmm. and then the whole album is this kind of dream sequence and then it comes out with like I don't know if St. Cloud's the last song on the album or yeah, not, but it, yeah. it has that same kind of like, it kind of fades you back out into yep. into out of this dream I, the stream world. And I got to so.
2: say, like, I have gotten to the point where I love her voice so much that it's like the ideal female singing voice mm-hmm. to me. Yeah, I Like she did a song with um, Hooray the Riff Raff and, and, and Bedouin. A couple months ago uh, It was just the three of them Singing And like She did um What's that name of it I don't Take Me Home Country Roads Yeah yeah Country that, Roads that. With, um, with Whitney Whitney Which is a band And like when she comes in But she crushes team, the other No, no destroys, offense to, to Whoever the destroys, other person
0: is yeah. But like she crushes I wasn't a, Like I want to see her, her Do the whole cover Like <laughs> Yeah totally um, the,
2: And then And then on those um On those duets With Kevin Morby, Where they do um, The songs Ohio. Like, for mm-hmm. me, it's not Kevin Morby's voice on those. It's, it's, it's her. her. She's it's her just like.
0: It's, it's funny because she's like influenced obviously by country music, but she's more along the lines of like, there's a joke that like uh, punk and hardcore singers don't ever retire. They just become alt country musicians. <laughs> Cause like, there's this long history of like those guys like from like hot water music and stuff like that yeah. going and for right doing these like punk folk albums yeah. and stuff like that and it's more along the lines of that like it, it reminds me of um defiance ohio in a way which is like i don't know it's
2: yeah it, i mean it. i think for me like the biggest country music star that's actually country music that's a female is uh margot price uh-huh. and her voice is it's peerless i mean it's amazing yeah. right but i think that like katie's on that level but not so country that she gets thought of in that way. Uh-huh. But like, she, to me is like going hand in hand with Margot Price. I mean, Margot Price is the voice of an angel. You know, mm-hmm. she's a successor to Dolly as far as I'm concerned. But, yeah. Um,
0: no, Katie crush feels like just got a way of delivering. I don't know. I just think it's like, and being a person that loves lyrics, like that, that she's got the line in fire that she's a West Memphis is on fire in the light of day. Yeah. And that's like, that whole song is was written while she was in the car yep. on this road trip. And she crossed over the whatever river is in Memphis. Mississippi. The, is that the Mississippi? Yeah, yeah. And the way the sun hit it, it just like it was on fire. So it's like her, like thinking about herself and her own life and writing it all down, like as it happens, like on this road trip. Car yeah. Trip. The, I, th-
2: I don't know if it was the same interview where you learned that, but she, she apparently wrote that whole song in her head on the drive home mm-hmm. and then got home and played it on the piano. And that was that. I
0: think it was in the, um, you know, Spotify does the all lyrics thing now where uh-huh. like if you play it on a device, it'll show you little facts. It's like oh, okay. pop up video on VH1. Yeah. I think that's where I got that from. Okay. Because throughout the whole song, it'll do the lyric and it'll say, well, she wrote this lyric when she was blah, blah, uh-huh. blah. So yeah.
2: It's, I mean, I remember being, it was like back in February, March thinking, this is. This is the album to beat. Mm-hmm. Like, this is the album of the year. I'm sure of it. And it's like, number
0: one on a lot of uh, lists. It's, it's yeah. up there. So, yeah, it's up uh, there. I got another one I got on vinyl. I had to have it. So, well, and I played it again today. <laughs> I, played it. Well, I, played, I played it three times this week. So, I played yeah.
2: it and the next one that i yeah. my number one today, but played both of them today mm-hmm. as I was driving to you. And that was kind of where I brought came down on my final decision that my number one is the self titled Bonnie Light Horseman album. Um, so it's just Bonnie Light Horseman. Bonnie Light Horseman. Okay, so there's three people in this group, and it was like they just came together to make this album. Now they've made one or two singles since then, but I don't mm-hmm. know that they're ever going to do another album. Um, Anais Mitchell, who wrote Hades Town, which is like this Tony Award-winning Broadway musical, mm-hmm. she's from Burlington, Vermont. Josh Kaufman who's this like multi-instrumentalist that plays in everybody's band and Eric Johnson of the Fruit Bats. Oh, okay. Wow. And it's all folk songs, old folk songs that uh-huh. they've reimagined in a contemporary style. And I've I've listened to it more than any other album on my list except for the except for the ones that I gave honorable mention to that I didn't include in the list at all.
0: So wait, is it originals or is it Oh, gotcha! Gotcha!
1: This is very satisfying to me that
0: I get to win um, here. So, so Saint Cloud is the number one album of the year. Uh, No, I'm just going. Just go ahead. I don't think you should have had the requirements. I don't think you should have restricted yourself in the way you did.
2: The 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 sounds. Of these songs that they do, yeah, and the harmony of Eric Johnson and Anais Mitchell. Like, there's some songs where just she sings, and some songs where just he sings. And then there's songs where they both sing. And there's a song with Justin Vernon on it. Okay. And it is. So it's like made for you. I mean, it's, I <laughs> it's mean yeah, like, it's a wet dream. Yeah. I mean, it's, <laughs> 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 it's so oh, good. That's great. It's so good. Speaking of wax a doesn't she say your wet dreams turn into cement? So i think they, so yeah. I mean, you know, yeah anyway um yeah yeah i mean look they can go back and forth i i you know ask me tomorrow and maybe Waxahachie's album is number one but i think it was the last week where I, I was listening to bunny light horseman again and i was like this is the this is the album of the year for yeah me. it's so gorgeous i just check so it out gorgeous it's, they
0: do they do a cover wagon wheel on there it's a
2: featuring garius yeah um <laughs> i
0: like it's funny because i'm like i have such a like strange relationship with folk music and with country music to where i'm like a lot so much of it i'm like Ugh. but the yeah. stuff that i like out of that i'm like man i really do like americana music because again some of those lyrics from those yeah classic songs are like just They're really good spot on and great and like a good Reflection of American
2: life. I still can't so, get over the fact that you just you just, you just dropped I just, the heavy pug. You. Yeah, you just, I just dropped like, the pog on my stack. I was like, oh man, <laughs> blood in
0: the water, and I got to see your reaction. Like, yo, uh,
2: let me. So let me go through some of these others. Yeah, me. yeah. Hit, hit us with be. some. So my number eleven is John Moreland's LP five. Oh, yeah. I don't know if you know John Moreland mm-hmm. at all. You will listen to High on Tulsa Heat, which is an album mm-hmm. of his, and you will say to yourself. So, I have a new favorite musician. Okay. I promise you, you will love him. Cool. Um, album 12 is Cut Worms. Nobody Lives Here Anymore. That's like, um, that could have been recorded in 1968. Okay. When it came out this year. Yeah. Uh, Neverly Boys, uh, already spoken of. Freddie Gibbs and The Alchemist, Alfredo, uh-huh. which is like, yeah. uh, you know, I mean, the reason it didn't rise higher is like, even though it's really good, it just like, there's not a mood for it. Mm. I can't find the mood for it. Uh, Kid Cudi's Man on the Moon 3 Which you would probably delete from the list
0: uh, I like about half of it really mm-hmm. so much And mm-hmm. then I don't like the rest of it at right. all So it's like I was so uh, sad when you said you didn't yeah, like it that much I, I thought it was going to be on your list but, Yeah well
2: uh, I, I didn't The only one that came out more recently That I put on that list was The Playboy Cardi mm-hmm. And I think I'm going to listen to Playboy Cardi more frequently more, Yeah um, Kid Cudi, oh no, I'm sorry, Man, uh, Sylvanesso's Free Love mm-hmm. album. Yeah, you mentioned that one before. Um, Tyler Childers, A History of Violence. So Tyler Childers, much like Katie Crutchfield mm-hmm. during this pandemic, got sober. Mm. He learned how to play fiddle. Okay, yeah, and it's 10 songs, nine of them are just instrumental, and then the 10th song is like his plea to his Appalachian brethren to learn the importance of the Black Lives Matter movement. Oh, wow, it's really okay. He's a really good writer, and he's only got one song on there with lyrics. Um, 18 is Action Bronson, only for Dolphins, yeah, (laughs) 19 is uh, that Theopolis, London, Uh and, and 20 is Taylor Swift. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So that's that ran that's a lot, going. a lot of genres and a lot of good albums. A lot of good that. albums. Yeah.
0: A lot of like, I'm glad that I had a, and it wasn't. In, I, I'm not doing this to make a statement or anything. I was glad I to see so much music from women put
2: front and center. And yeah, like, I didn't even think about it until there's... I had done my <laughs> list, mm-hmm. and one, two, three, five, and six on my list are all all female fronted bands. Yeah. Yeah. So it's it's great. Yeah, give yourself a pat on the back, there, Joey. Yeah, I'm so progressive. We've um, had meetings where, yeah. you, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, you want to move into what's the hype?
0: I was a little surprised I didn't have more hip-hop on my list, but I just didn't, I don't know. Like, I, number one, not DJing this year, almost at all. Um, Well, not at all in the last... 10 months i see that
2: for those that you aren't here the crown is hanging over the mantle in the uh, of the fireplace the dj crown <laughs> yeah, he's retired yeah, I hung, it up. hung up his yeah, own jersey up,
0: up there <laughs> um uh i wasn't exposed to as much hip-hop i guess because usually <laughs> i get the singles and i'm like all right we gotta check this album out but yeah. i don't know but i don't think there's any particular reason other than not being quite as exposed to it and
2: I mean, I'm pretty exposed to it myself and I'm, I don't even have that much, yeah. you know, I'm not sure that it was the year for it. Yeah.
0: I just, I mean, they're the ones that are on our list. And There's that like Jay Electronica and, yeah. album. Yeah. But I've never been into him at all. Yeah. So. Well, it's
2: basically, it was basically a Jay-Z album. Yeah. yeah. And you've never really been in a Jay-Z either. I don't, you know, famously. I, I never... <laughs> famously. Famously. Anti-Jay-Z. It's so anti-Jay-Z. <laughs> oh, man. Um, well, so, so we we were thinking top three hypes of the year.
0: Well, Matt, you know, Oh, that's right. fan Matt said, Hey, let's hear your, uh, he said that he wanted to hear our top three, not the hypes and top three hypes for the year, but we want to keep everything positive and also not the hype would just be COVID, 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 COVID shit. Yeah. So it's like, yeah. we're just going to do what's the hype for 2020. Yeah. So. Um, I'll start out with an honorable mention. I did get married this year, but sorry, it didn't crack. That's on my list. It didn't crack the top three for me, so it was... Oh, shit!
2: Shit, come (laughs) sit by me! That's already her not the hype She was upset that I
0: didn't make it not the hype when we got married. (laughs) She wanted it to be on the not the hype list, and I was like, I'm not going to do that. It was hype still out. out. It was my compromise, so I was like, okay, I'll throw a vote here and just say, well, it didn't make the top three of the hype Mm -hmm. for the year, Mm so... um, my number three is uh, the air fryer. <laughs> got the air fryer; it's so you great, got, it changed my life. Yeah, I've got this this year, and um, <laughs> you
2: fucking asshole.
0: I, you, you know, I haven't talked about it a lot, but <laughs> <laughs> it <laughs> it is just all the time. I'm like, man, I made a I made a whole prime rib in that thing <laughs> on on Christmas Day. And I just like I was Tears were in my eyes While I was eating it I was like This is the most amazing thing <laughs> and I, I made a six hour prime rib and an hour and a half In this thing And Yeah it was perfect Life changing So
2: Well That's my I number mean, three So yeah right, Good for you Yeah uh, my number three was having Lyme, then having COVID, then totaling 310 kilos in the last competition I did, get, sneaking onto the podium. At in, the national championships. At the national championships. I'm surprised that's not higher for you. Well, I mean, I got some hype this year. You know what I'm saying? I got some hype. I'm not, now I'm hiding my phone. I don't want you to look at my number two. Okay, team, well, I, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it was, just, it was just good. Like you said, I would have been showing my ass if I... And like I, I, have been able to kind of show my ass a little bit. Now. Yeah, you like, should. Uh, you should. That was. Uh, I'm just that's dying. Behind. I'm just dying for somebody to question me at the gym. Now. Be like, like, well, oh.
0: I mean, I'm only the third best in the country. You know, the, the irony on-
2: is, the yeah. irony is, I'm technically, I went and checked the rankings. Yeah. I'm, and this is this proves to everybody that's like, no, you got third, you should be proud. The truth. I'm not that proud of. it. I mean, I'm proud enough of the medal, but I'm more proud of the total. If right. Makes yeah, sense. I'm proud of what I. The accomplishment. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm ranked 18th. <laughs> so other th- other events go into that ranking. Yeah. They j-
2: okay. all they do is they take the best totals of yeah, the year yeah, yeah. from any yeah, meet yeah. all over the country. Yeah. You know, so it's the 18th best total of the year, which is still not. It's not too shabby, you no, know. I'm I think older it's... than most everybody else in the in yeah. The, in the no, I think class, you should you know? be proud of that. That's that's pretty awesome. That's yeah. some hype. So, but it was the combination of lime and the COVID that really uh, metabolized my uh, amino acids. That's so what I said the whole time. I was like,
0: <laughs> I was like Mickey and, and Rocky for years. And I was like, eh, yeah, give him the lime, <laughs> and then <laughs> give him the COVID. <laughs> 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 Number uh, my number two is uh, Batch ends, Japanese barbecue sauce. Um, I, Jackie's yelling across the room. He puts it on everything. It's true. I put it on everything. Sometimes I just walk by the fridge and I'll just put a little on my finger. And well, just it's go, funny. Num, num, I num, thought num, num. you
2: were supposed to keep it in the fridge because I went into the bathroom earlier and I saw it right by your toothbrush.
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. I just, you know, I just <laughs> put it right on there. It's good. It's got fluoride in it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> No, it's so good and I mix it with so much stuff to make these Frankenstein sauces. I've mm-hmm. done ribs in it this year. I've done everything and like and it is the thing that has like brought me together with so many people because like Ninja T bought it, you bought it. Yeah. Other people I gave
2: it. I gave a bottle to Kyle. To Kyle. He, Kyle. Yeah, yeah.
0: He's into it. Uh you know, Mitchell from the Oatmeal Conspiracy bought it and was like, this is fantastic. And yeah. has told Speed Eddie and everybody else, like, you gotta get this stuff. Plus, so. we got that
2: sponsorship deal. We're you
0: know? well, hopefully by putting it number two on our on our hype <laughs> list. This is what puts us over the top. So yeah, that's that's my number two is to Make sure to check it out. They got a they got a gluten-free version now. <laughs> okay, Cass. If you hear yeah. that,
2: Cass. Yeah, Kyle's wife is gluten free. Okay. Well,
0: yeah. I, yeah, they got a gluten free version. It's in a blue bottle.
2: Okay. Mm-hmm. Different design, different logo.
0: Same logo, but okay. blue. All right. Yeah, still got the octopus on it. So. Still got that yeah. heady ass
2: octopus. Uh-huh. On. Bad chance. Yeah. I don't even know if that's the proper pronunciation, but I like how you say it Bad so chance. much. That's what I'm saying. chance. Say. Yeah. It's it could. I pechans. always thought. Well, I was thinking it was like bacon's or Pecans. something like that.
0: Pecan. I, don't know. I, I took three years of Japanese in college (laughs) true story but I do not know what what the right pronunciation is
2: well if it was maybe if it was written in Japanese maybe maybe yeah maybe I could tell yeah my number two is you wearing that fucking panda jacket (laughs) (laughs) to get married to get married in (laughs) I mean, uh, you know, as you getting married, congratulations. You know, it's one little yeah. thing, but you were that fucking padded jacket. I did,
0: and I, I, I was able to bring it back to the, the, you know, you saying I was the most obnoxious human being on earth, um,
2: and that was the most obnoxious thing you'd ever done to that point. Now
0: I have topped that. So. Yeah. Yeah,
2: it's all downhill from here. <laughs>
0: National championships of being innoxious. Right. Turns out I've won number one. You got the one, gold so, yeah. <laughs> and the silver. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I just took the podium. Um,
2: yeah. Do we have the same number one?
0: Uh, Ioltos rising from the ashes. What's, up? What's I, up? Also, our friendship rising from the ashes. Yeah, sure. Like, I mean that. A I mean bit. that's kind of late, but. <laughs> Uh I L T O S I mean I don't know that if we wouldn't have had this weird year of all this crazy shit happening that we would have restarted it, but it was like the perfect storm of like, yeah, yeah why not? So it took a pandemic for us to uh Was it one
2: episode? 127? On I think it's one twenty seven.
0: Twenty seven. Yeah, shit. We've done a lot since then. Yeah. We're at one fifty six now, so twenty nine episodes. Yeah. And we we didn't miss a week for a long, long time. Yeah. Um
2: And then, some not the hype happened. Yeah. And then, then not the hype happened. And then we, but we,
0: we took less of a break than we've taken for (laughs) (laughs)
2: like
0: in the past. So, um, yeah. I mean, that's my number one, like for the year. I had to say it. I mean, it was like great. It's like been good. And it's been nice to do the podcast every week and like have people actually want to listen to it.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I, but I, I, I keep thinking that like the fact that that episode 127, I kind of want to, you know, go back and listen to it because there's not a lot of situations where it really was like the perfect storm of like, we had this podcast for so long, we didn't talk for so long. And then we wanted to talk about why we didn't talk for so long. And we decided to hit record without talking about it beforehand at all.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah it was a weird like sociology experiment or something
2: yeah, yeah <laughs> exactly like, that's what i mean yeah. like a,
0: a moment we could never capture if we had done any prep work or anything exactly. like it, yeah i mean if
2: i remember correctly i said why don't we you you said you know maybe we talk and, oh yeah but let's let's not talk beforehand mm-hmm. and let's just hit record and you organic. said that sounds like a horrible idea <laughs> It sounds perfect. Yeah. <laughs> it's <like a> ter-
0: <laughs> I figured it's either going to completely be the death episode or it would be like a really cool special moment, but it turned out to be a good moment. It and turned it's out like- to be
2: a kind of cool, somewhat special moment. In a-
0: <laughs> yeah. In a, in a year where time has no meaning and being motivated to do things was t- tough, it was kind of nice to have that like, uh yeah signpost in my week yep. of like, okay, well I got you know, I've had a shitty week, but I have to do damn IOTs tonight. There's gotta, no way around it. Yeah, so, I gotta th- like, I
2: gotta find something that's fun. Yeah, it I got me something that's hype.
0: <laughs> it's got me out of bed more than once to go do my notes and like it's put
2: me know, in bed like, yeah. a couple times, <laughs> yeah. you know it's Super late. It was, it was
0: late <laughs> yeah, it's been a nice thing to like have actually be like because i did the the weekend doesn't matter to me anymore (laughs) so it's like it's a nice like signpost of like the end of my week or whatever it's like thursday night now
2: so do we stop recording before we start jerking each other off
0: (laughs) clave said he wants macaroni sounds
2: (laughs) <laughs> the the number uh, one thing for the, the year and wrap-up is the two of us being self-congratulatory. If that's not IOL2S, I don't know what it is.
0: We are great.
2: <laughs> you know, I'm just really glad that we could provide this service for the people. Yeah, know? I
0: mean, all these people that get entertainment from us every day, I mean, it is a lot on me because I have to be on all the time. I have to be in character all day now. Uh, to, you know, respond to these messages and things, but uh, you know,
2: that's the it's the life we chose, or yeah, or more the life that chose us. Yeah, you know, we've just answered the call.
0: Yeah. So that's, you're welcome. We're
2: great, you're welcome. You're welcome, fans. Uh,
0: thanks to all of our fans that listened to us this year, and uh, new fans and old, and you know, you're you're better off for having us in your lives. <laughs> uh, try to appreciate us more next year. <laughs> <laughs> so rude. And, uh, yeah and uh you know i'm just glad that the holidays are over so we don't have to talk about fucking Die
2: Hard anymore <laughs> <laughs> i'm probably gonna put up my um <clears throat> albums list on uh my instagram somewhere well uh, why
0: don't you send me your notes so i can prep those spotify playlists maybe yeah, or, or you, you can make them.
2: I'll add there. one or two songs from my top ten albums, and you can add yours. Like we'll make it collaborative. Okay,
0: so you just wanted to make one list with, yeah, songs so. off of all of our. Yeah, okay, yeah, I think that's so. cool. Yeah. yeah, we'll do that. And um, yeah.
2: I guess that's it. I mean, it's nothing if we don't have some dead air. Yeah, true. <laughs> I'm just trying to think.
0: I'm just trying to think of more desserts. What <laughs> Put
2: them <it> in custard. <laughs> yeah.
0: Uh, i'm just thinking if we need to have like do we need to have in the show notes our list of albums or does that spoil it
2: well that's something we know. can decide on after we stop recording. i mean if they listen then they can if yeah. they've made it this way nope.
0: <laughs> got about 30 more minutes of things to talk about
2: i gotta get back on the road yeah you're right
0: um it's well i wanted to do more but you heard it david's david ruined it so uh from from you know have a have a nice New Year's from and, Joey's uh, house to
2: yours from from
0: us and uh, hopefully next year's better than this year and um, fuck
2: them kids
0: <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I guess we're out.